0: Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. If you've not already, I do encourage you to check out my book, Slime Incorporated. It is a modern mystery novel set against the uh, backdrop of an Idaho gubernatorial election, and of course with quite a few nods to classic detective fiction. The book is available as a paperback, an audiobook, or also wherever fine e-books are sold. You can find all my books, audiobooks, and e-books at store.greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Mystery is My Hobby. And I'm not actually going to state a title for this one for reasons I'll explain after the program, but this is the 27th episode episode of Mystery is my hobby. Let's go ahead and take a listen.
1: Mystery is my hobby. began only last week. Inspector Knowadon and I had settled down for a friendly game of chess at the Lamplighter's Club when... Well, Inspector, I guess we have a free
2: evening ahead of us for change. That's all right with me.
1: Which do you want, the black or white? White. And I feel pretty sharp tonight. I hope you're on your toes. Don't worry
2: about me. Okay, go ahead and move. Well, well, I'll... um,
1: I'll jump my night
2: over here. Huh? Mm-hmm. You have been reading some books or something? Never saw you open like that before.
1: Variety, Inspector. Variety is a spice of life. Haven't you heard?
2: Yeah, I heard all right. And here it comes now. Here uh, comes what, Inspector? Variety in the form of Jimmy the page boy. I knew something like this would happen. Mr. Drake. Okay, Hello. Jimmy. <laughs>
3: I'll plug it in here if you want.
2: Thank you, Jimmy. Here you are.
3: Thanks, Mr.
2: Drake. This telephone gag is beginning to get monotonous. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. button-drake speaking.
3: Drake. St. Andrew Circle. Yeah, Here it comes. I'd like you to come out right away, if you will. My wife has just shot herself.
2: Shot herself?
1: But look here, why don't you call a doctor and...
3: There is a doctor already here. In his opinion, my wife was murdered. Oh, I
1: see. Then, of course, the police have been notified. Police? That's me. What's all this about?
3: The police have not been notified yet, Mr. Drake. You see, Dr. Morrissey and the others think that I murdered my yeah. wife.
1: I think that you murdered your... You will find that... I assure you that $10,000 interests me very much, Mr. Chambers, but I... I don't suppose you are guilty of the crime. It's
3: going to appear as though I am, Drake, even oh. to you. That's why I'm offering you $10,000 to prove that I didn't do it. Goodbye,
4: Drake. Well, wow, that's strange. What's strange?
2: Who's been murdered? Who was that calling? Let me in on the deal, will you? It was a man named
1: Fred Chambers, Inspector. He said his wife had just shot herself the doctor who examined her, believed that he, Chambers, murdered her. Is that strange? Yes. I had the impression that Chambers didn't believe I could or would prove him innocent of the crime. Maybe he isn't innocent. Mm
4: -hmm. Maybe
2: he did murder her. Say, that's an angle. He knocked her off. Someone suspected him. He offered you ten grand to prove him innocent. I know a lot of guys that paid ten grand if they could shoot their wives. Mm, No, no, no. No, Inspector, I, I think you're on the wrong
1: track. Oddly enough, I think Chambers is innocent. It doesn't add up, but my boy,
2: if the guy is innocent, he shouldn't be running away.
1: Maybe he isn't running away, Inspector. Suppose we stop guessing and we get out to Chambers' home. You know, I have a feeling we're
2: going to have a surprise waiting for us. Yeah, It'll take a lot to surprise me after working with you for the past ten years. <laughs> okay, let's go.
0: <laughs>
4: Zip, Inspector.
2: Yeah, you can see the house number from here. Mm. I wish we could see the future as clearly
1: as we can see that sign. Huh? Hmm?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say, it looks as if they were having a party. Yes, at
1: least the place is brilliantly lighted.
2: Well, we'll know in a minute.
1: Push the doorbell bell, will you, Inspector? Yeah. Good evening. Oh. Good evening. I'm Barton Drake. This is Inspector Noah Danton. Oh. oh. The police? Oh, something wrong. We're not sure yet. We'd like to see Mr. Fred Chambers, please. Come in, please. Fred is upstairs
4: with his wife at the moment. Thank you. Upstairs with his wife, is he? Uh, yes, Maxine, Mrs. Chambers, has been ill for some time. I am Dr. Joel Morrissey, her physician. I see. Will you be good enough to show her to... Oh, there you are, Gretchen. You and Dorothy, come over here,
2: please.
5: More callers, Joel? <laughs> I hope one of them can
2: play bridge. Just an innocent little group looking for someone to make up a foursome.
4: Uh, well, yes. Gretchen, I want you to meet Barton Drake and Inspector Noah Danton. Gentlemen, my wife. How do you do, Mrs. Marcy? Hello.
5: Barton Drake? Oh, how exciting. Dorothy, did you hear? It's Barton Drake, the criminologist. Yes, I heard. I wonder... Now, this
4: is Miss Dorothy Winters. We're all old friends of Fred and Maxine.
5: Good evening, Mr. Drake. Miss Winters. You must have a reason for coming here at this time of night, Mr. Drake. Is something wrong?
4: That's the second
2: time we've been asked that question. The answer is we don't know yet.
5: Oh, this is exciting. Well, of course, you must suspect that something's wrong. I mean, you must.
2: You won't be disappointed
1: there, lady. Dr. Marcy, how long ago did Mr. Chambers go up to see his wife? Oh, about an hour ago, I should judge. What? He's begun an hour, hmm? And none of you wondered what had detained him? Is he in the habit of asking guests to play bridge and then leave them to ship for
4: themselves?
5: Aren't you being a bit prying, Mr. Drake?
4: Yeah, that's our business, lady. I'm afraid you don't understand, Mr. Drake. We're all old friends of Fred. His wife has been confined to her bed for several months. Frequently, she calls, and Fred goes and sits with him. The
1: least he can do. I see. Being a doctor, I should think that you would also go to your patient
4: when she called, Dr. Marcy.
5: <laughs> Isn't he clever? It's
4: an angle, lady. Drake never overlooks him. It isn't that Maxine is in pain, Mr. Drake. Uh, She merely wants company. I'd only be in the way. What's the nature of her illness, Dr. Morrissey? She has leukemia.
5: I object Mm -hmm. to all these questions. You two men have no right to come in here. That may be
1: true, Miss Winters, but for the moment, however, we'll have to override your objections. Dr. Morrissey, which room is occupied by Mrs. Chambers? I'll take you up. I prefer if you didn't. Professor uh, Danton and I can find our own way. Well,
5: I like that. Joel, you do no such thing. Dorothy... Do you want to spoil the most exciting thing that's happened to any of us in years? The first room left at the top of the stairs, Mr. Gray. Thank you. Come along, Inspector. Oh, I'm not tolerating this. Joel, stop.
4: I you. think it's best to let them go, Dorothy. It will be time enough to demand apologies.
2: Say, Bart, that Winter's Bay back as so though she owns the place. Perhaps she expects to after tonight. Huh? Oh, I get it wedding bells, eh?
1: You think maybe she... Uh... Let's let jump to conclusions, Inspector. We don't even know that Mrs. Chambers is dead yet. That might have been a phony call I received back at the club.
4: Hmm,
2: this must be the room here. Jumping Judas. If that's Mrs. Chambers lying there on the bed, there's nothing phony about what's happened to her. Ah,
1: she's quite dead. Shots of the heart. Well, so far, things are happening just as Fred Chambers described. Happening as he described?
2: He said they'd already happened.
1: Yes, that's true. Chambers also said that Dr. Marcy
2: would call this murder. Yeah, that's right. And Chambers said he would be accused of the murder. But that Mrs. Chambers shot herself. And she shot herself. Where's the gun? She was shot through the heart. She couldn't have hidden it. That's good reasoning, Inspector. Let's look
1: around a bit. And afterwards,
2: we'll let uh, Dr. Morris examine the body. A good idea. If he calls it murder like Chambers did, then we'll know something. Or will we? I think we'll know more
1: after medical examiner Ryan gives his report, Inspector. Inspector, Chambers said we'd find this a most interesting case. And you know, I'm inclined to agree with him.
4: That endless pacing back and forth? Makes me nervous.
5: Oh, I'm nervous, too. What in the world are they doing up there? Are you worried, darling? Worried? Why would I be worried? Search me. Unless it's because Maxine and Fred might affect a reconciliation and you'll never get to marry the guy. Oh, for goodness sakes, Gretchen, don't be so vulgar. (laughs) Vulgar, she says. Darling, you're wonderful.
4: Fred was gone an unusually long time. I wonder if it had anything to do with the Rembrandt. The what? Oh, nothing, nothing. I was just thinking.
5: Oh, Joel, for heaven's sake, forget that old painting. Forget it.
4: <laughs> I'm not apt to. If anything's happened to Fred, I might not be able to collect my just debts.
5: Just debts? What in the world are you talking about? Oh, Joel, he won that painting that hangs in Maxine's room from Fred at poker the other night. Fred asked Joel if he'd leave it hanging there until... The Rembrandt? Fred lost it at poker? Oh, that can't be true. Fred would never gamble with that painting. He prizes it more than anything he possesses. Well, he
4: did gamble with it, and I won it. I have witnesses. He promised to give it to me as soon as Maxine... As soon
5: as she dies. why don't you say it, for goodness sake. And who cares about the old picture anyhow? Gretchen,
4: it's a pity you don't know more about art. That original is worth thousands of dollars. Oh,
5: thousands of dollars. What nonsense. Well, a five and dime store... But it is worth thousands. Fred's told me so a dozen times. Really? And just who would pay...
2: I'm sorry to keep you folks waiting. Well, I should think you would
5: be. Who were the people who came and left the house by the back way... While you can find us in this room. Does Fred know what's going on? I'd like to see him at One once. One
1: question at a time, please. The people who came and
4: left by the back way were Medical Examiner Ryan and his assistant. Medical Examiner Ryan? That's right. Now, look here, Drake. I'm Maxine's physician. No, the I... Mr. Chambers, Miss Waters. I'm afraid I'll have to disappoint you.
1: Well, where is he, for goodness sake! I haven't the remotest
4: idea. Oh, nonsense. Drake, what's this all about? What's happened? What brought you here in the first place? That is something
1: I think you will help me find the answer to, Dr. Morrison.
4: I? What are you talking about?
1: Maxine Chambers is dead. She was shot through the heart more than two hours ago. Oh,
5: what ah, I thought
1: Maxine? I... Murdered? Oh,
4: why, that's incredible. Who could possibly want to kill her? Did I say she was murdered, Dr. Marcy? Oh, well, why, you... Uh, what that is, I... I oh, meant...
5: How very clever of you, Mr. Drake. Mm, yes, how very clever. I suppose that's what you call a trap.
4: You can call it what you like, Mrs. Morrison. Well, Doctor... You tricked me into saying that, Drake. You implied that she had been murdered. You put the words in my mouth.
1: No, Doctor. Fred Chambers put the words into your mouth. He called this evening and said his wife had been shot. He said that you would call it murder, Dr. Morrissey. Why do you suppose he said that?
5: Fred called you? hmm Well, that's a lie. How could he? He was here with
1: us all evening. You all admitted earlier that none of you had seen him for an hour after he went upstairs to see
4: his wife. Then it must have been Fred who shot her. That's it? He shot her, then escaped down the back way and called you. He figured that you would charge me with the murder because I had a motive.
1: That's interesting. What was your motive, Dr. Morrissey?
4: I'd won an original Rembrandt uh, that he owned at poker. And there was a stipulation that I was to leave the painting hanging in Maxine's room uh, as long as she lived. I see.
1: And being Maxine's physician, you knew she would live a long time, so you uh, hurried things along? That's not true.
4: You can't arrest me on such flimsy evidence. Dorothy had a motive just as strong, if not stronger than I. Uh-huh. Joel
5: Morrissey, how dare you say such a I'm thing? I'm saying
4: it to protect myself, if you want to know. You were going to marry Fred as soon as Maxine was gone. Perhaps you decided to uh, hurry things along.
5: It's despicable of you to even think such a thing. Yeah, you had your chance, darling. You went upstairs to powder your nose know, just before these policemen arrived. But well, so did you, Gretchen Morrissey. You were gone a full 15 minutes. And Joel, Joel went up to get a package of cigarettes out of his coat. We all had a chance if it comes to that. Well, well,
1: well, this is an interesting case. I wonder what you're all going to say when we determine whose fingerprints are on the gun.
4: You've, uh,
1: you found the gun? Oh, yes, we found it. It was lodged between the bureau and the wall. Evidently, the person who put it there stupidly thought it wouldn't be found. What are you looking so, uh, frightened about, Doctor? Uh,
4: was the gun, uh... Was it an old uh, hammer-action antique revolver? Yes,
1: as a matter of fact, it was.
4: Oh, my goodness. Well,
1: at least you all seem familiar with the lethal weapon. Uh, uh, Yes, yes, we're all
5: uh, familiar with it. Well, you see, Fred bought that gun today in an antique shop. He showed it to us when we first arrived. We all handled it. And when Fred went upstairs in response to Maxine's call, he took it with him. then that means, by
4: Jove, that means that Fred must have murdered it. He deliberately got our fingerprints. Oh, come in, Inspector. Bart, you weren't kidding when you said this was a strange case. Mm Hmm, something
2: unusual turned up, Inspector? Plenty. There were only two sets of fingerprints on the gun. One was Mrs. Chambers. The other must have been Fred.
5: Why? A minute ago, you were deliberately accusing Fred of getting all of our prints on the gun. Wait a
2: minute, lady, wait a minute. There were two shots fired, and both of them went through Mrs. Chambers' heart. Two shots? Yeah, two shots. Only it's a funny thing.
4: There was only one exploded shell in the gun. By Jove. Well, Doctor? It's as clear as crystal. Oh? Uh-huh. Fred and Maxine were quarreling. I heard them when I went up to get my cigarettes. Fred must have shot her twice. He started to reload and heard me coming along the hall. He had time only to get one fresh cartridge into the breach and then ran out onto the balcony and jumped to the ground.
1: That, Dr. Miles, is not very clever. Chambers didn't have time to shove home the second cartridge, but he did have time to wedge the gun behind the bureau. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, Well, yes. I I think we're going to find that Mrs. Chambers was killed by someone who's in this house right now.
2: the heck are you hunting for in that wastebasket mm-hmm. what are you doing in this bedroom anyhow well this is the bedroom the third
1: chambers occupied inspection i'm looking for oh oh here
2: it is It's what looks to me like an ordinary piece of wrapping paper exactly what it is inspector it's the paper that
1: the gun was wrapped in yep here's the name of the antique shop the old antique shop 521 washington place
2: so uh now what do we
1: do call them up inspector Ask if they provided an extra cartridge when they sold Chambers that revolver. I have a hunch that the manufacturers long ago discontinued making ammunition of that particular
2: caliber, but still it is possible that... But for God's sake, you hmm? don't think that Mrs. Chambers' murderer actually stopped to reload? We
1: can't pass up any bets, Inspector, especially when we know that both those bullets came from the old hammer-action revolver.
2: How could they both have come from it? Even if the rifling is the same, it just doesn't make sense.
1: That's right, Inspector, it doesn't make sense. The only logical answer is an extra cartridge that would fit that antique
3: gun. Yeah,
2: all right, all right, but I still think... Hey, oh. what are you doing? I stand outside
3: this door. I'm sorry, sir. I was just about to knock.
2: I'll bet eavesdropping. Come on in here. Very good, sir. Well, and uh, who have you got there, Inspector? I don't know yet. What's your name, Junior? Come on, speak up. What were you doing listening outside that door? What are you going to talk? I am, sir, if you'll give me a chance. Yeah, uh, are you going to tell us who you are, or do we have to beat it out of you? I'm quite willing oh, to. Oh, so you won't talk, eh? Okay, Junior. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> did, did you say something, Bart?
1: I wonder if you'd make that telephone call to the antique shop.
2: Telephone call now? But look, this eavesdropper. I'll question
1: the eavesdropper. You make the telephone call. Huh? Mm hmm.
2: Well, okay.
3: <laughs> Only if he won't talk, just let me know. Thank you, Mr. Drake. My name is Edwards. I'm Mr. Chambers' manservant. I
1: see. Where well, have you been all evening, Edward?
3: I was at my sister's. Uh-huh. Today was my day off. I just returned a few minutes ago. Dr. Morrissey told me of the terrible thing that had happened. I'd like to offer my services. Services? Yes. I'm I'm a bit of an amateur sleuth, sir. Oh. Oh. if you'll pardon my that... saying so. Mm-hmm.
2: Is that a fact? Didn't know it was loaded, eh? <laughs> okay, thanks. You were right, boss. The antique shop had a record of the sale... There wasn't any extra bullets. The shop owner didn't even know the gun was loaded. That rather
1: complicates things, doesn't it, Inspector? But it's right
2: back where we started. Has uh, Junior here decided to talk?
1: Hmm? Oh, Inspector, this is Edwards, Mr. Chambers' manservant, servant, and he's
2: uh, a bit of a sleuth. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, a sleuth, just what we need. You and I aren't getting any place. Mr.
3: Drake, would you mind letting me see the two bullets that came from the gun? Not at all. Show him the bullets, Inspector.
2: Okay, here you
3: are, Bob. Thank you, sir.
2: Say, Bart, come over here a minute, will you?
1: Of course, Inspector.
2: I don't get this. How do we know but uh, what he's the guy who murdered him? That's
1: so loud. That's so loud. What if Edwards heard you say that?
2: What if he did? Who cares? Listen, maybe he's got a motive. He has,
4: Inspector. He's got the best motive of them all.
2: What the devil are you talking about? Never mind. I'll explain
4: later. Just take your
1: cue from me, and I'll guarantee to have this case solved within an hour. At last, we've got something definite to
3: go on. Something definite?
1: Well, Edwards, uh, you find something interesting? Huh? Indeed,
3: I have, sir. Look here. Look where? Here, at these bullets. See their peculiar shape? Both of them are flat on I one end only. don't that means anything else. But it does, you
1: see. It... Nonsense, nonsense. You're trying to make something out of nothing. Now, wait
2: a minute, Bart. Inspector, maybe he... huh? I'm
1: surprised. When will you learn that these amateurs are all alike?
3: I beg your pardon,
2: That's sir. quite all right, Edwards. Now, I want
1: you to go downstairs and to tell our three guests to come up here at once.
3: But, sir, if you'll just let me... I'm
1: sorry, old man. You've wasted enough of our time already. Now, you look here. That's enough. Are you going to do as I ask, or will I uh, have to put you out forcibly?
3: Very well, Mr. Drake. Thank you. All I can say is, whoever assigned you to this case was
2: a fool.
1: Well, Inspector, that does it. At last, we've solved the strangest case we've ever been asked to handle. We have, eh? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Bart, do you know what I think? You know what? I think you've suddenly gone crazy. Oh, calm, calm, Inspector. First you won't let me ask the guy any questions. Then you won't let him talk when he figures something out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we got this case
1: solved? Coincidence, Inspector. Everything is based on coincidence. Haven't you wondered why nobody claimed to hear the shot that killed Mrs. Chambers?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: I wonder why I didn't think there is coincidence again, Inspector. Chambers had gone to his wife's room. He left the door open. He was probably telling his wife that
2: he had to give the Rembrandt painting to Mars. Now, now, wait a minute. Hmm? You're not going to tell me he heard someone coming along the hall and he slammed the door? That's
1: precisely what I'm going to tell you, Inspector. He slammed it. Exactly as Edward slammed the door in this room a moment ago. Now,
2: look, Bart, wait Coincidence, Inspector,
1: coincidence, but in a moment, coincidence is going to begin working again.
2: Oh, it's just... Uh, jump jumping, oh, Judas?
3: What's
5: that? Help, help!
1: That's it, Inspector, that's coincidence. Yes, Come on. Yes.
5: here, it, Dawson. Hurry up. Hurry up. I'm coming.
1: Well, what are you coming up here for, ladies?
2: Where's your husband, Mrs. Morrissey?
5: I I don't know. He, he came up here. So we heard a crash and someone yelled.
2: Yeah, and I got a hunch that the guy who yelled was Doc Morrissey. Uh, what did he come up here for? We told you all to stay in the library.
5: Well, Joel was nervous. He he wanted to talk to Mr. Drake. That's not true. Gretchen, it's about time we began telling the truth.
1: That's a good idea, Miss Winters. Suppose you start. I
5: will. Joel came up to get the Rembrandt painting. That's a lie. He only wanted to make sure that it... Well, it was still
2: here. And that means he's in Mrs. Chambers' bedroom. Come on, Bart. I'm right with you, Inspector. Here we are. Darkest pitch inside. Yes, where well, the light switches on that right-hand wall. Yeah, I got it. Oh,
4: what? <gasps> oh, Hey,
2: there's Doc Morrissey on the floor. Oh,
5: what happened? Joe, oh. Joe. Is he, is he dead?
2: No, knocked out is all. He'll be all right.
5: Joel, darling, speak to me.
2: Uh, yes. uh, uh, what happened? Suppose you tell us, Doc.
5: Give him a chance, can't you? He's hurt. Take
2: all the time you want. Just keep him here, that's all. Hey, Bud, hmm? what are you doing over there? Oh,
1: just checking the windows, Inspector. Is the doctor
2: all right? Yeah, he's okay. Say, look, those windows... All
1: locked, Inspector. You feeling better, Dr. Marzer? Uh, yes, I'm... I'm all right. Shall I have, uh,
2: Edwards get you something? Uh, Edwards? Mm-hmm. Well,
5: who in the world is Edwards?
2: Who is he? You were talking with him a little while ago. It was you who told him what happened to Mrs. Chambers.
5: Nonsense. We've talked to no one all evening. Exactly.
2: Dr. Marcy,
1: did you recognize the man who attacked you when you came up here to, uh, steal the painting? Uh, steal it? Now, look here, Drake. Fine. Ah. I see you didn't recognize him. Inspector, let me uh, see those bullets that were taken from Mrs. Chambers' body.
2: Bullets? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, here they are.
1: Thank you. Now, please notice that one has been flattened on the pointed end and the other on the firing end. Well, what does that prove? That, Dr. Morrissey, is the answer to our very strange case.
5: I wish you'd explain how it answers anything.
1: Gladly. A long time ago, the revolver which was used to kill Mrs. Chambers was fired, and the bullet became lodged in the barrel.
2: Say, that's the answer, Bart. When the gun was fired the second time, it knocked out the first bullet, and both of them penetrated Mrs. Chambers' heart.
1: That's it, Inspector. The flattened ends of the two bullets prove it. Oh, yes, yes, maybe, but it doesn't prove who fired the gun. I think it doesn't. Doctor?
5: Who fired it?
1: Mrs. Chambers did. Chambers had wiped it off, handed it to her. She was examining the gun when Dr. Morrissey came along the hall.
2: Sure, Chambers knew that Morrissey was going to demand the painting... And he didn't want his wife to know he'd lost at playing poker.
1: Yes, Inspector, that's it. He slammed the door in Marcy's face. Now, isn't that right, Doctor?
4: Well, well, yes, uh, that part's right, The Parker.
1: slamming of the door started with Mrs. Chambers.
2: The gun went off in her hand, killing her. Wait a minute, Bart. Who hid the gun behind the bureau? No one did. The terrific recoil of the two bullets knocked the gun
1: out of Mrs. Chambers' hand and it landed behind the bureau. Coincidence again, Inspector.
2: Well, I'll be a brown-eyed blonde. But look... Why did Chambers take it on the land? Because
1: he knew Morrissey had heard him and Mrs. Chambers quarreling. He knew his fingerprints would be found on the gun. He thought Morrissey had heard the shot, and he knew he was sunk. Yeah, but I still don't After he see... got away, Chambers called me. Then he began thinking. He finally figured out what had happened.
2: Chambers figured it out? Yes.
1: He tried to tell us back in his own bedroom, but I wouldn't let him, because I wanted to be positive that the man who called himself Edwards was Fred Chambers. What? He proved it when he caught Morrissey trying to steal his painting. Inspector... Open up that closet door and ask Fred Chambers to step out,
4: will you?
2: Uh, Say, Bart. Uh, Yes, Inspector. Decent of Chambers to let us spend the night here, wasn't it? wake me up to tell me that. Well, no, I was wondering. Wondering. uh, What, Inspector? Uh, How did you know that Edwards was Chambers? Hmm? Oh, uh, I guess. Now, listen, don't (laughs) tell me uh, (laughs) that. Well, of course, my guesswork was
1: backed up by the fact that I thought it strange Edwards or Chambers should call us both by
2: name when he'd never met us. Oh, I see. Also,
1: the fact that he asked to see both the
2: bullets. Huh? So he did. Hmm. Yeah. Then he claimed he was a bit of a sleuth tried to sell us the idea that sleuthing was his hobby. On the
1: contrary, Inspector. I think he tried to sell us the idea that he knew that... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and say
4: it.
1: Mystery is my hobby.
0: Welcome back. I did appreciate when Barton Drake kind of got called out a bit on one of his aha, who said it was a murder. Uh, You're kind of walking around acting like there is a suspicious death going on. And you're a well-known mystery writer. And more and more people are learning that mystery is your hobby. So uh, they kind of uh, might suspect that a murder may have happened. In fact, I would kind of take it as Red if he is acting, uh, you know, like he's in an official capacity and he's there with Inspector Danton. It also is a little weird. It seems like we're getting a lot of accidental deaths, which uh, again, uh, is a nice change-up, but you don't want to have too many of them. Now, I will explain why this episode doesn't have a title. Uh, now, there are some old-time radio programs out there where uh, we have uh, titles that are based on known script detail. Uh, fans have gone and researched and they've looked at uh, the pages of uh, a script or it's been announced in the series, or it was in a radio guide. So it's officially province that those are the titles of the episodes. Then we have series where there's not actually uh, known titles. There was no episode title announced. Uh, Nobody has located the script. So uh, fans uh, will often make up their own titles. And if there are a lot of scripts out there like that. I will go with those sort of fan-selected uh, titles just so, you know, if somebody is looking for a particular episode and they're Googling, uh, they will go ahead and they will find the episode that, you know, we've presented here. And it kind of avoid, like, compounding the confusion. Uh, now, obviously, if there's some officially known title and, you know, That's either more recently, you know, become known or conflicts with some long standing title. I'll go with something that's an official title as opposed to a fan title. But if there is no official title known, I'll go with the fan title just so, you know, just for consistency. The fan title of this episode is Woman Shoots Herself. And that is the title that you will find, you know, if you're searching for this, you know, uh, online or if you read through a radio log, the title, Woman Shoots Herself. And those are the sort of titles that just kind of uh, frustrate me (laughs) because essentially it gives away the entire ending in the title from the very first minute. So I'm just going to say episode 27. If a fan-made title gives away the entire plot, I'm not using it. I don't care how popular it is. And I know you know, some people might look for Mystery is My Hobby. Woman shoots herself and not be able to find it. And then they just won't know what happened in the story. But I'm sorry. That's just kind of how we do it. Uh, Anyway, listener comments and feedback now. And we have this from Bill, who writes, Hi Adam, Jumpin' Judas! I don't think I've heard Inspector Danton as animated as he was in this episode. I would agree with you that the solution is improbable, but after hearing stories of corpses sitting up on a mortuary table, I think uh, it is plausible. Thanks. Well, thanks so much, Bill. And uh, that is one thing I do like about Inspector Danton. Uh, he is so animated and so likely just to say something totally, uh, outrageous. And it kind of makes a really nice, uh, balance between him and Barton Drake. Cause Drake's a lot more, uh, well mannered and, uh, sophisticated sounding. Uh, and it's a nice balance. And of course, as we've heard in these episodes, Even though Inspector Denton's not the crime-solving genius that Barton Drake is. Alright, well I do want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I want to thank Alexandra. Alexandra's been one of our Patreon supporters since September 2016, currently supporting us at the uh, Master Detective level of $15 or more per month. Thanks so much for your support, Alexandra. And uh, that will do it for today. Join us back here uh, tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Next Thursday, another episode of Mystery Is My Hobby. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net.